Now, and he pointed through the curtain. He said, now what's on that side? And we're like, oh, you don't want to see that side. That's <laughs> yeah. it. We haven't touched it yet. There's boxes, cobwebs. And before we could even mm. say anything else, he flung open the curtain. He said, now this is a side I really want to see. Wow. And he just sat there looking at it, almost beaming, smiling. Look at the stacked boxes, the dust, the cobwebs, mm. the disaster. And he said something to the effect of this is the most uh, interesting or telling part of a person. What's up, y'all? How you doing this morning? Welcome to Bumper Stick of Faith, or as I like to say, BS Faith. <laughs> and so uh, thank you guys for joining us today. What's up, Sam? How you doing, brother? I'm doing doing pretty well. We went to a Cubs game last night. Oh, really? I don't know if I should confess Man, that. They got, they've been, San Diego been crushing them. Whew. Okay, so they were winning five to nothing. Cubs were winning up five <laughs> nothing. This is like the first game we've gone to for like a, a long time. And we thought we just had it in the bag, and they took out their starter pitch, starting pitcher, and because it was like twelve to five was the final, yeah. time, right? So they <laughs> put five up, and they never put another <laughs> yeah. run up. Yeah. So, yeah. but it was a good time. Yeah. Rebuilding year, time. rebuilding year, yeah. and plus the Padres, man, I love, I love their squad. But anyway, enough about baseball. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sure there's going to be some fans <laughs> of different teams out there. We don't want to bore you with uh, Cubs talk, although they are the greatest team in MLB. <laughs> um, but man, today, man, what, what are we talking about today, Sam? We're talking about something that's been uh, pretty meaningful to me personally over the years, and it's something that I call valor. Okay. Like valor life. And uh, it came out of me wanting to be the best version of myself, to be able to glorify God the most, and just uh, uh, keep track of myself too. So like as I'm going throughout the weeks and, and months of a year, just, just having like an easy kind of almost like a checklist to see if I'm on the right track with things in my life. And I think, and I, I'm excited about it, but I think that people could also use this too as a way to make sure they're um, being their best as well. So it's called Valor, mm-hmm. all right? And Valor is an acronym, all right? And but. Behind the acronym are some weird Latin words, mm. but I the only reason I chose those Latin words, again, it was for myself, okay, uh, years ago, about three or four years ago. It's for myself, so I just, I wanted to make it easy to remember, and as I was dealing with the original term, the English terms mm-hmm. of truth, soul, tears, shadow, and king, those are the five things. Mm-hmm. That those didn't really make it into an easy to remember acronym for me. Yeah. Truth, soul, tears, shadow, and king. And for some reason, my mind just—I don't know—I must have saw something, but it went to like the Latin and uh, veritas, anima, lacrima, obscurus, and rex. And we'll uh, put those up there for people. Those Latin words form the word valor as an acronym. So this is me wanting to live a valor life. And so I just want to talk about each of these, uh, kick these around, and um, g- give some of our thoughts on mm, them. Cool. So the first one is <coughs> veritas. Maybe maybe people have heard that word before for truth. Uh, what's the Latin expression? There's uh, in, 
in ver in vino veritas in wine there's truth hmm. <laughs> have you heard that before no but it makes sense because <laughs> well, you them wine old out there boy they definitely be speaking some kind of truth yeah they're laying they down speaking some something, truth. So. yeah <laughs> so but veritas means truth okay? okay and as i'm trying to be the best version of myself i need to be asking myself am i living in the truth hmm. all right am i being am i being honest am i being hmm. authentic and we've talked a lot about each of these, in mm -hmm. fact, on this podcast before, but it's good to just bundle them all together here. Uh, and the thing with it, this truth, am I living in the truth that stands out most to me? And I remember when this hit me, um, and, and, and it's been really, really powerful to me, and it's that a lot of times we want to avoid the truth because, like we want to avoid confessing something we've done, we want to avoid being real with people, being ourselves, because we're afraid of what will happen, mm -hmm. you know. But then it dawned on me that there is a difference between truth and consequences. And consequences, they're nothing compared to the truth. Now, yeah. when I say they're nothing, believe me, both of us know, know that <clears throat> consequences are something like, yeah, well, they can be pretty drastic. Yeah, well, I mean, you live in consequences. But <laughs> in comparison, like, would I rather uh, go against consequences or go against the truth? Hey, I don't want to go against the truth. It, mm. It'd be easier for me to face the consequences. So the image I have in my head is like, would I rather... Um, go up against whatever consequences my life and sins have uh, may come my way. Would I mm -hmm. rather go up against those? Or would I rather stand against the ocean during a tsunami? <laughs> it's, mm. it's like, because that's like standing against the truth. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way, there's no way you can survive that. Yeah, and when you stand against the truth, no doubt you'll probably face that again whatever it is mm -hmm. and if you don't face the truth you're probably going to continue to endure some sort of consequence which could be good but we don't complain about good consequences yeah. right we complain about bad yeah. consequences yeah. so i think about you know being in prison all the years i was there um we live in the consequences mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't want to face the truth because the truth is you did what you did mm -hmm. and people don't want to recognize that they don't want to admit it because they're innocent right there's mm -hmm. no guilty people in jail mm -hmm. or prison but um, the consequences tend to have us so focused on that yeah. that we don't even think about what truth yeah. is. Yeah, and I want to say to people, like, if you're if someone's out there struggling with something right now and they know they just need to share it or get real or come clean, you're going to get through those consequences. Mm -hmm. You can you can get through them. You can face them. You're strong enough. You got what it takes with Christ's help, especially. Yeah. You can get through those consequences, no matter what they are. But you cannot. <laughs> You cannot go against the truth and keep living a lie and it be okay. Yeah, I'm reading right here what you wrote. Avoiding the truth also keeps our ego safe, protecting yeah. it from being exposed and shown to be lacking. Avoiding the truth gives our sins power. Mm. And it's just like, wow, man, like I think you need to, you know, put that up on the screen too, especially that last line. Avoiding the truth gives our sins power. <clears throat> is that you or did you mm. is that from no the book or no that, that's me that's me and that's uh, great that's, that's realizing great, how man. life works that we, yeah it makes me think of that movie you can't handle the truth <laughs> yeah you know and and we can't man we do not want to face the truth and um jesus um just reminds me of john mm -hmm. 14 verse 6 he says i am the way and mm -hmm. i'm the truth right mm -hmm. jesus is the truth and you're standing up against 
Jesus, the creator of yeah, everything. Yeah, standing and, up and against God. So You can't do that. Man, you can't shake is... your little fists at God, who is the truth, and think that it's going to be okay. Hey, come clean. Go through the consequences. You're going to be all right. Yeah, you know something, be all right. something personally that's been on my heart um, for a while is, you know, our, the way we grew up in the environment that we grew up in um, usually shapes us to be somewhat how we are yeah it could be a lot or it could be a little and growing up in harsh environments for a lot of years in my life um i could be a, a harsh individual with my words and i'm a, I'm a truthful type person mm-hmm. right like i don't i don't want to run from the truth i'm like i'll run to the truth because there's safety for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. you know if i yeah. can if i can cling to and embrace the truth i feel safe mm-hmm. when i'm pushing it away or living in a lie I feel naked. I feel shame. I feel vulnerable. Hmm. And so I'm always seeking truth despite what the consequences mm-hmm. may bring. And the truth for me is that I need to do a better job of being more tender and more caring in how I um, speak to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not doing like there's definitely times where we may be harsh or even somewhat rude because we're angered or or have an attitude or something mm-hmm. like that. But. But that's not even what I'm talking about. Like I tend to have a a loud voice mm-hmm. just because I'm used to being around loud people. And if you want to get heard, you have to have a loud or louder mm-hmm. or lot the loudest voice mm-hmm. to be heard. Um, and then when I'm serious about something and not playing, like I tend to have a, a more stern disposition. And it's like a, a parent pointing mm-hmm. a finger at an unruly child. And that's the picture I get in my mind when I'm talking to people sometime. And that's, as after the fact, unfortunately, and I don't want to be like that. I, mm-hmm. I want to be a guy that a person wants to talk to or enjoy speaking to. But the truth is, man, I need to be very watchful about my tone mm-hmm. and my approach and even words that I use. You mm-hmm. know, I need to be looking at all that stuff, man. And I know it's, it, it, it has hurt relationships mm-hmm. in my life and, and still do. And so, um, man, you know, that's, that's the truth, you know, yeah. it's, it's not hard to face that, man. Yeah. It's not easy to say, yeah. but the truth is the truth, man. Yeah. For me, the the truth would be, I need to be able to be more like, to be more like you at times, mm. because I tend to like hide what I'm really thinking and feeling. But you're being nice. Yeah, being nice, but you can only hide that for so long before. Mm. Uh, I I thought yesterday the expression. People say fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, what really happens is fake it till you break it. <laughs> because mm. if you fake it for too long, uh, it's going to come out sideways and, mm-hmm. and something's going to break. Yeah, that's a you good need point. To be able to, uh, uh, but that's a balance, like 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 you said. Yeah, it's like truth and grace. Yeah, truth and grace. You know, we need to be able to tell the truth, but we need to do it with graciousness. Yeah. And sometimes you give grace, and it's not the time for truth. Mm-hmm. You know, not that truth is a bad thing, but it's kind of like, you know, if somebody just had a, a death in the family or a loss of a job or something mm-hmm. and, you know, a truth may be, well, you know, at least they're in heaven now, mm-hmm. like to try to give some some yeah, comfort yeah. to the person. And it's like they may know that truth. Yeah. But what they need is for you to put your arm around them and just love them and hold yeah. them and let them cry, let them talk. Yeah. And you just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You know, yeah. just just give them some grace. They don't need any truth right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something I'm trying to get better at in my life. So that's truth or veritas. Next one is anima or soul. Mm. Did you know that the word soul is anima? 
It's kind of a cool word. It kind of sounds like animation. Yeah, which exactly. animation is like giving something life. Yeah, life, so life to pictures. We get most of all our words from Latin, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot so, of them. So it makes yep, sense. Yep, Anim, anima. And uh, that's and it's and it's interesting that it's the um, it's the feminine tense too. So a, a guy's soul is in the feminine. Mm. Mm, uh, okay. Which even in the Greek, the word for spirit, uh, pneuma, is uh, is feminine yeah. as well. Mm. But when we think about our soul, and we did an episode about the soul before, mm-hmm. and um, we related it to like, and we tend to think of our if if we if we think that we have a soul. We think it's only like a small dog that we carry around on a leash, you know, and we control it and it's kind of just in our lives, just apart, and we pet it every now and again. But we said that our soul's not like a small dog, but it's like a great blue whale mm-hmm. and like we're riding on top of it <laughs> and uh, we're not pulling it, but it's pulling us. So just for us to recognize that every person has a soul and it's the main thing about them and 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 Jesus over and over said that this, your soul is most important like the whole world isn't even worth your soul one mm-hmm. human soul he said yeah, that's yeah. how amazing it is and we neglect our soul to our own to our own peril so like when i'm thinking about my soul and i'm doing kind of this inventory on me sometimes when i'm in a funk i just have to pause and say okay where am how am i now like listening to all the demands of the world the demands of like my ego Mm -hmm. thinking that oh i have to keep up with this person or this you know i have to make this much just this hamster in a wheel Mm -hmm. uh, trying to fulfill all the demands of the world instead of saying okay well what are the demands of my soul what do my soul need what Hmm. what are my soul's wants and needs and how am i taking care of my soul and prioritizing that because that's what's that's what's most important and there comes a there comes a time in every person's life where they i think hopefully make that shift between Hmm. saying i'm gonna just follow the demands of the world and everything the world says that i should be you know the best in this the best in that have this have this money these accomplishments yeah. these successes and you need to shift to say no what does god want from me mm-hmm. what is my soul uh want uh, and um and who am i who am i who what who is my soul answering those questions are most important and um the soul is constantly trying to make itself known to us mm. and in scripture you find out uh, how and it's wants and it's likes and dislikes and um, your soul doesn't necessarily seek comfort, or but it seeks seeks meaning, and um, hmm. it's pretty um, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it reminds me of Jesus when he said, "Don't um, fear the one who can destroy the body and not the soul, but fear the one who can destroy both body and soul mm-hmm. in hell." <clears throat> you know, and it didn't talk about the spirit; it talked about the soul. You know, and we just had a conversation about that in Cook County Jail last weekend. Hmm. You know, maybe one time we could talk about the spirit and the soul just yeah. in more detail because a lot of people just throw those two things together as if they're the same thing, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're two completely mm-hmm. different things, and they're not the easiest to understand, at least for me, for years, but I feel like I have a better understanding now mm-hmm. um, than I did years ago. But the body, the spirit and soul are two different things that the soul, you know, that's, that's who we are. Like you said, yeah, it's vying to make, make ourselves yeah. known. You yeah. know, it's like the actual us. It's yeah. like the light that's on in the yeah. house, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's an, yeah. it's a non-material thing, but it's 
grabbed hold of a material person and material mm-hmm. body and me and you and it's expressing itself uh in and through that as well and but uh you you can't just take care of you can't just look after the needs of the body you have to look after the needs of the soul as well yeah without a doubt and that's i think that's the, what you just said is key because you know we feed our bodies mm-hmm. you know but we also need to be feeding <clears throat> the other parts of us as well yeah you know we can't neglect them where you know we're starving you know spiritually but we're fat and mm-hmm. obese mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. and that's not that's not good and people think well we all tend to think that if yeah physically or socially in my life if i have these things going then everything will be okay like no you you need to take care of your soul yeah yeah. you need to give your soul what it wants and and you can live in the most in the harshest circumstances and still be okay so long as your soul is is good Mm, amen yeah so veritas anima is soul lacrima lacrima means Mm. tears really no no association with the word oh yeah i mean that i could see yeah there is um um, the crema is that crying like think of lactating (laughs) Uh, like a woman, <laughs> like a woman <laughs> with a with woo, a child. Well, you got me there. Yeah, okay, see, I, yeah, got, I, knew, I got it. I knew, you knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's where the word lactating comes from. Oh, from this okay, word okay. Uh, lacrima, mm, which is wow. which means tears. It means yeah, tears. Okay. Um, so tears are, and uh, again, we've mentioned this before, but you need. I am. I'm asking myself in what areas in my life. Um, am I avoiding tears, mm-hmm. okay, or avoiding feeling the hurt or the pain? Maybe maybe it's tied to truth or whatever, mm-hmm. but a lot of times we're avoiding some kind of a pain mm-hmm. uh, through some kind of uh, addiction, a even a substance, yep. a substitute. It could be... Uh, it could be something even innocent, like like exercising or whatever, mm-hmm. but we we have these ways of avoiding the tears in our life, and and sometimes, maybe even more than sometimes, we just need to be willing to embrace the tears mm. and embrace the hurts and sorrows that we have in our life or the pains or discomforts or whatever yeah. and not try to avoid them by just seeking mm-hmm. uh, seeking um, uh, comforts. And uh, there was this, I heard a, um, a, what are those called? A fable. But I can't remember the actual fable, and I tried to look it up, but I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get it. It's like this Russian fable, okay? Mm. And so I'm going to sort of tell what I remember and mix it with. Uh, and maybe somebody that <laughs> yeah, watches or listens maybe. will know, and they can uh, send us the whole entire yeah. thing. But uh, in Russian fairy tales or fables, it, it seems like everyone's named Ivan. <laughs> mm. So uh, there's a kind of a... They call him the Dumbling Ivan, who um, kind of this dumb brother, but he had these two other brothers. And they were traveling along and they came to a crossroads, okay? And there was maybe there was a sign or, or someone who told them if you go if you go this way on the crossroads, then you're gonna you're gonna get uh, wealth and power. But if you go this yeah. other way, you're gonna die. Okay, and so the two older brothers, they went the way that you get wealth and power, okay? But the dumbling Ivan, he went, he followed the sign to the other way where it says you would die. <coughs> but what ended up happening was the uh, two older brothers, yeah, they got the wealth and power right away, but they died like 
right away too mm -hmm. like they like got the money and the power but they died mm -hmm. ivan on the other hand he he was a servant i think and he worked his way up eventually he met the princess and he married and he became the prince and then eventually the king he got wealth and power lived to a long old age and he died mm -hmm. so it was true he still died yeah and hmm. kind of the the moral of that fable is that when we're he didn't avoid the sign that said he was going to die. Yeah, he just yeah. kind of embraced the lacrima, the tears, the pain, the truth, the truth. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't try to avoid that, and he yeah. went that way. And as it turned out, everybody dies anyways. Mm. But since he was willing to face that, all these other benefits came in. Mm. You know, he found the treasure in there. The other guys who just wanted the treasure, they just that's where that's where you're lost, oh. basically. Interesting. So. Uh, yeah, being able to uh, face your tears and um, what are what are the things in your life that you're uh, uh, oh, the pains that you're avoiding, the tears that you're not willing to cry, and that um, and there's meaning in those things. Mm, there's lacrima. treasure to be found in that. So that's lacrima. Okay. All right. So obscura. We have two more obscura and rex. Obscura is shadow, and we talked about shadow with. With our friend Will Smith, if you remember. Yeah. Is that where we get the word obscure from? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. That makes there sense. you go, obscure. Yeah. So that's like something that's obscure yeah. in your life is something that you don't really know. You don't really know about. It's blurred. It's fuzzy. It's dark. Um, mm, and, your, wow. and your shadow is that thing. <laughs> it's the parts of yourself that maybe you're not aware, about, aware of, the things that you don't like. Mm. Um I got a story, a true story about <laughs> that, that that has helped me understand um, what shadow is. So mm -hmm. um, my wife and I had um, our pastor come over for a dinner once, mm -hmm. him and his wife. And at the time, I was uh, remodeling our basement, and I got half of it done. So picture a basement mm -hmm. where on the left half, it was all nice and done. Mm -hmm. Uh, finished bathroom, drywall, painted carpet, everything. But on the right half, wasn't touched yet. And we, um, my wife and I were like, oh, well, we don't want any, anyone to see what's on the right half. So we put a black curtain up, like mm. the whole length of there. <laughs> yeah. And just hid all of these boxes and dust and cobwebs, mm -hmm. okay? And thought, okay, we're good. And so we're, we're sitting there at dinner with my pastor and his wife. And he's like, so what, what you been doing lately? And we're like, well, you know, this and that. And I've been finishing our basement. And he said, oh, well, I'd like to see that. Yeah. And my wife and I looked at each other like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> we're like, yeah, keep him out of the left or yeah. out of the bad half. So we brought them down there and he like is politely mm. kind of smiling and nodding mm. and I'm showing him, mm. I put up this yep. wall, look at this yeah. paint, look at how good I am at doing mm -hmm. these things. And he just politely smiled and nodded and he didn't say anything. And like with his hand like this, and he kind of said, and he pointed through the curtain, he said, now what's on that side? And we're like, oh, you don't want to see that side. That's yeah. it. We haven't touched it yet. There's boxes, cobwebs. And before we could even mm. say anything else, he flung open the curtain. And he said, now this is a side I really want to see. Wow. And he just sat there looking at it, almost beaming, smiling. Look at the stacked boxes, the dust, the cobwebs, mm. the disaster. And he said, something to the effect of this is the most uh interesting or telling part of a person wow <laughs> i thought he wow. is he is so right so right and that's that's the that's 
to me, that's a good illustration of what the shadow is. It's, it's mm. a stuff you don't want anyone to see, but that's the most telling and interesting part of your life. The things that we all have, the things that we want to display to people, mm. the good yep. works and we've we done, do and we do display yeah. on our social media pages and mm-hmm. in, in real time, uh, our accomplishments and that. But the most telling and interesting parts of mm. us are the things we want to keep hidden. Yeah, it's like what if what if we dressed like we really felt inside <laughs> or what if a woman because men don't wear makeup but what if yeah. a woman her makeup really expressed the way she felt inside you know what i mean yeah like which is not the function of it wh- it's not yeah and, and like yeah. most people try to dress nice and <clears throat> a yeah. woman tries to you know put makeup on yeah. correctly if they wear makeup but like to show people this other yeah. side because we never show people yeah. that side and, and you may say, oh, no, I like to dress real and that. Well, that's just the persona you're trying to show everybody who you are. I'm mm-hmm. a real person or whatever. But what if you dress, like you said, the exact opposite of what you wanted to show in order to reflect who you really are? Yeah, like what you're going through, like just to be real, not yeah. to be nice or not to put on a facade or, you know, faking it. Yeah. You know, just to be real, man, which is a, a, a thing for me, like, I like to keep it real, mm-hmm. and I probably keep it real too much, mm-hmm. you know, and that's linked to, like, truth. Because mm-hmm. for me, like, if I don't feel good or something is off, and the person says, how you doing? I could easily say, oh, man, I'm doing all right, and just leave it at that, mm-hmm. right? Even, and that could be just telling a lie. And I'm the person that will be like, man, I'm not I'm not doing that good, yeah. man. You know what I mean? And, and here's why. Yeah. Like, whether you even ask me or not, and that's where, for me, it's like I need to learn when and what to say because mm-hmm. everybody's not interested in really mm-hmm. knowing how you're doing yeah that's like saying hi yeah so i don't i don't ask a person how they're doing if i'm not willing to get the ugly yeah now like with the basement illustration uh you do need to keep the junk you know out of sight for the most part but but here's the thing like you don't want because your life wouldn't be livable if all your junk and everything was in the way it kind of needs its place right and the same thing we don't want to just always express what we're feeling on the inside with there yeah yeah, yeah. so there there is a certain clothing in a way we need to present ourselves in whatever the situation is but the thing is the thing is where we go wrong is when we pretend like there's no basement, yeah. where we pretend like we have mm. no junk down there, mm. where we pretend like our life is only shiny and beautiful and happy yeah. in that. So having this relationship with your shadow and where it comes mm. to like this self-inventory I do, I say to myself, okay, what's going on in my basement mm. right now? What's yeah. going on with my shadow? What needs attention down there? What mm. am I neglecting or denying or suppressing that? Um, or not willing to own for myself where am I faking it and the truth is we all got stuff so even if we try to act like we don't we already know everybody do yep you know so like you just lying to yourself and you lying to everybody else but everybody know the truth like we all got some junk yeah In, in the in the human life it's like the more you build on the upstairs floor like whatever you place in the upstairs floor that you like mm-hmm. automatically automatically deep down in your shadow and your obscurus the opposite thing <laughs> grows yeah. Yeah. like if you pretend like oh i'm good and pure and holy in this area yeah this other part uh grows and you just need to be aware about that otherwise it's going to take you by surprise yeah amen so that's uh that's obscurus and the last one is rex this is by far my favorite one really 
Because of T-Rex? The I don't T-Rex. think of T-Rex when I see what is <laughs> So Rex means king. So T-Rex is the king dinosaur, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. The, the, king, the king lizard. That's pretty dope, man. Yeah, okay. T-Rex. So Rex means king. And uh, king is, we need a king in our life. Everybody needs a king in their life. They need the right king in their life. Mm. And for me and for you, the king is Jesus. Amen. He's the most Amen. important part of our life. He's the one that we're aiming for, orienting our life for, checking with, uh, wanting to follow. The, the, you need to keep the king as the king mm -hmm. uh, in your life. And as I'm doing this self-inventory myself and I'm asking myself, is Jesus the number one in my life right now or is something else taking the throne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking the same yep. thing when I was in prison. The guy used to always ask, you know, who's on the throne right now in your life? Is it Jesus or is it you? Yeah. Because if it's not Jesus, then it is you. Mm -hmm. Even if it's somebody mm -hmm. else you're idolizing, like that's your choice to put them mm -hmm. on the throne. So it's really a matter of are you leading your life or is Jesus yeah. leading your life? So that's good. And when we talked about Ecclesiastes, we talked about the bent things and the straight things. Mm -hmm. And I thought yeah. that was really helpful for me because bent things are bent things, but they belong at the bottom. And the straight things, that those belong in the top. So Jesus and things of Christ belong at the top of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's the proper the proper order. Uh, so you need to, we need to be asking ourselves, is, is Jesus at the top of our life? And then there's a, a final, like a, a kind of like an application of this one okay. um, for guys in particular. And I think this is important. So that's why I want to say it. Uh, you know, when you're um, shooting a gun you say, ready, aim, fire, mm, yeah, yeah. that's a helpful thing for me to know, uh, to know like the needs of a guy. Mm. And so if you're a guy, this could be helpful. Or if you're a, a woman and you hear this right now, this could be helpful for you for understanding the guys in your life, mm. the sons, the grandsons, mm. the husbands and brothers. That for a guy, we are like little kings. <laughs> like mm. that's the way we think of ourselves, you know, for, for better or for worse. But, but that's the way we think about life. And the ready, aim, fire is um, some something that we crave. So you think of... Um, uh, ready aim fire you think of ready like what a guy is constantly wanting to do what makes us healthy and what we kind of thrive on and crave is uh organizing things and 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 making things ready preparing things and and making sure everything is set like that's an, like a normal guy thing so ready aim having an aim and, and a mission and something that we're we're pointing at like guys need that like the stereotype is um uh uh, female, a woman is always saying to, well, my husband, my husband just wants to fix me, right? <laughs> He's not listening. He just wants to fix me. It's like, yeah, because that's what that's what guys do. Yeah, yeah. They want to ready things. They want to fix things. Ready. They want to have aim. That's what we do. We can do it maybe too much, or we can be more sensitive. But the point is, uh, ready, aim, and then fire. We want to have a, a mission that we're firing at, a goal that we're that that we're aiming for. Um, so as we're seeking to understand the guys in our life and even ourselves, be asking yourself uh, to be healthy. Do you have, uh, are you or keeping things organized? Do you have an aim in your life? Are you firing? What are you firing at? What are you mm -hmm. actually doing in this world rather than just sitting back and being passive? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It makes sense. So that's the Valor Life. Uh, again, it's a checklist that I go through with myself 
and uh, just to see if I'm being healthy. Yeah. Veritas, anima, lacrima, obscurus, and rex. That's truth, soul, tears, shadow, and king. So hopefully people can find that find that helpful. Man, they, I mean, it is helpful, man. That's great. I'm thinking, like, man, we should write a book or something called Valorant. Like, yeah. was that five letters? Like, just be five chapters. You know what I mean? Just explaining mm-hmm. that that would be... Um, that could be very helpful for people. And you know? like I I process this in different ways too. And my mind's always uh, thinking, oh, well, that's an, another example of Veritas, whatever just happened. Or this is another example of lacrima or, or tears. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's good to meditate on for sure. Yeah, cool. I was just thinking, man, something that's totally off the topic. Like what, what, what are you reading? You reading anything? Right now? Yeah. I'm reading a, a few things. Um, I ne- I always like creep my way into books, and then I get sidetracked with another book. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I have like five that I'm like in wow. process of reading. Mm, okay. One is um, George MacDonald. He was a hero of C.S. Lewis. Oh, okay. Before C.S. Lewis, George MacDonald wrote a fantasy book called Fantasties. Mm. So I've been I've been working on that. I have a uh, a friend that I met online named Brett Alderman and um, I'm reading his book right now it's about um, it's about language and it's about postmodernism mm, okay. so fascinating hmm. so fascinating to me um, can't think of anything else off the top of my head but I know there's a few more in there yeah I'm reading this book How about it's you? like the case for premillennial faith okay you know so it's talking about amillennialism versus premillennialism yeah. and going back to Met a whole bunch of old dead people, you know, like Augustine of Hippo, and mm-hmm. um, I can't remember these dudes' names, but they definitely very popular dudes, yeah. you know, from years and years ago. And so it's it's interesting to just see the arguments from each, um, and and basically come down to so far, like in chapter four, um, how literal you take the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, is a big thing and helps shape. You know which viewpoint you lean mm-hmm. towards. You know. Yeah, and what does what does literal mean? Yeah, well, literal compared to spiritual. You know, so okay. the the writer um, Charles Ryrie says mm-hmm. that people who believe in amillennialism more spiritualize mm-hmm. the things dealing with eschatology, whereas the people who are more premillennial in their belief tend to look at everything literal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it talked about the hermeneutics and how that plays such a vital role in interpretation and understanding and bad hermeneutics versus good hermeneutics and hermeneutics isn't exegesis, you know, so it's just... That's a big word, hermeneutics. It is a big word, but it just means studying the Bible, man. So I I like them big... Like, I don't like use the big words, but I just like that they exist because they're kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I like words. Yeah, I do too. But I keep stuff simple. So you... You all in this Latin and stuff, that's that's like mesmerizing for me, but it's like I'm not going to use those words because yeah. I see people that use big words, and I'm like, wow, this must yeah. really be somebody. And that's probably me, but I don't want nobody looking at me like, oh, man, he said some big <laughs> words. Like, no. Nah, we gonna... had to take Latin in high school. Did you? Yeah. Man, what kind of high school you go just to? Just a normal high school. Really? Yeah. A public high school? Yeah, normal public high school. A normal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Normal. Whatever that means. Obviously, whatever normal means <laughs> yeah, whatever now. <laughs> All right, well, cool, man. Well, look, thank you guys for tuning in. And, and we must mention we do have a new Triple Life Yeah, sentence. we do. Yeah, we do. So thank you. Thank you very much for supporting yeah, us. So um, thank you. We are planning at some point we're going to actually get some bumper stickers. And we definitely 
Um, if you're part of the crew, we definitely going to send you um, a bumper sticker. So we'll be reaching out to you um, to send you that. And maybe even, you know, summer's coming. We talked about swag when wintertime was here. And now, like, it's <laughs> yeah. summer. It's like 102 here <laughs> yesterday. So it's hot. And you went jogging, too. I went jogging. I'm finna go right after Woo! I get done with this. Yeah. It's like 10 Before o'clock it in the morning. Yeah. I like it when it's hot, man. Yeah. I like it when yeah, it's you hot. lose more weight. That, that's what I think, and I hope it's true. No, it's true. My wife is like, as soon as you get done, text me. Because what if you have a heart attack? And I'm yeah. like, as long as I die, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have a heart attack and like be in the hospital and like come back from it. I just want to be dead. Yeah. Like drop dead on the sidewalk. I'm cool with that. Like for real. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We hope this has been a blessing. Um, if you like it, um, share it with some other folks, man. Yeah, Drop sure. us some comments. Let us know what you think. If you have a difference of opinion, like we welcome that. You and know, take, take us jogging with you. You know, yeah, you can be listening. That's right. I listen to stuff all the time yeah. when I'm out there. I you do know, too. So I'm, I'm all over it, man. I got some uh, mafia stuff I listen yeah. to. I got some hip hop stuff I listen to. I've been listening to a lot of N.T. Wright. Okay. Have you heard of N.T. Wright? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, there's some cool things I heard. Um, very humble guy, man. If you never heard of N.T. Wright, I don't necessarily agree with everything yeah, yeah. that he believes in, but he has a lot of stuff that's yeah. good um, sound theology, and um, he's just a humble guy. Yeah, depending on like the length of my jog or whatever I'm doing, I'll pick like a episode that's that long. Or well, they're pretty they're know, pretty and, quick, like maybe twenty ish minutes. Okay, you know, like I just fast forward past all that dialogue up front because I just want to hear him <laughs> answer these questions that people. Oh yeah, send he's in. so smart. Nt Wright is really smart. He is smart, man, and um, it's great. It's great. And my my I, my jog is more like a fast walk. <laughs> And it takes me like an hour to do a mile. There you so go. So just to, li- just to give you the pace, yeah. an hour podcast Perfect. will suffice for what I'm doing. No, that's... <laughs> it's, like 50, it's like 50 minutes, but uh, you know, it's all good. So, man, thank you guys so much. Have a great day, and don't go stepping in no... P.S. God bless. Peace. <laughs>